And she goes, Mr. Darren, you really work hard today. <laughs> Welcome to Cue the Mic. And to, today is episode 32, and glad to have you everybody here. This is after Thanksgiving. Hopefully everybody's all getting rested and relaxed up. And we're into December, so it's another month coming up. So everybody get ready. Yeah, what uh, I, I told Emma, I sent, I talked to her and I... I said we're going to excuse because Emma's still producing on the backside here, and we're going to name this one the Holiday Massacre. And I think it is because I mean it. It's crazy. It it really is. I I mean, uh, as an example, how much, and, and I mean. We're at both ends of the tangent, Darren. I mean, you guys are, you're in Des Moines, a major city. I'm in Jacksonville, Springfield, a smaller market. We're a lot smaller. We don't have a kitchen. We don't have a restaurant. We're just the food. I say just, we're a food truck where people pick up. You're in a restaurant. We're, we're both, we're both at about each ends of the tangent, but at the same time, as we've talked, we both have a lot of the same uh, issues and problems and the same things happen. But to give people an example, how much, how many turkeys did you put out on uh, on Wednesday? Yeah, I was pretty astonished. I, I kind of had a little spreadsheet in front of me. I was just, you know, and so normally we do about 80 turkeys. Okay, we did 77, 80 turkeys, you know, and you think, well, that's you know, 80 turkeys. That's not a lot. But then you add you know, another 30 half hams, another 54 turkey breasts. But was what was most astonishing number to me was that we sent out over 900 pounds of sliced and processed meat. Okay, so we, we had, you know, this year we used to get a lot of requests. People wanted to order a whole turkey. But they would like it off the bone, right? right? So we used to, and we charge them ten bucks. Well, ten bucks, I'd spend somebody. The turkeys would come out of the smoker. We'd let them rest, and we'd hand pull probably thirty or forty turkeys a year. I mean, it was just crazy. And then we'd bag them up. Right. And some of them would have five pounds, and some would have seven pounds, and whatever. And this year, I tried to get out in front of that, and I said, "We ain't got time to do that." So we switched over, and so we offered our customers you could buy in three-pound packages only because we had to we had to get it segregated somehow. So in three-pound packages, you could get three pounds of dinner-sliced ham, you could get three pounds of dinner-sliced turkey breast, or you could get three pounds of deboned white and dark meat turkey. And what we did with that was we actually purchased turkey roast, whole turkey roast, netted, okay, and, and we – put barbecue rub on them and we smoked those things and it went over crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at numbers just in those three categories, turkey breast, ham and turkey breast. We did over 600 pounds of just three pound packages of meat going Why out. do you that, think? That's not even. Why do you think you went? It, 
Well, first, why do you first, think I think much? I hit the gold mine. I think I, I well, I th- I think I figured out what the customer really wanted because that's a lot of what I spend my time doing. I think the newer generation doesn't want to deal like grandma and picking the bone off the turkey, and they don't they don't care about the Norman I, Rockwell perfect looking turkey. I think they just want to eat turkey, the and they're in table. a rush. And if I can give them a three-pound right. package that they can throw in the microwave for six minutes or they can throw it in some boiling water or they can wrap in foil and right. put it in the oven for an hour, I think Thanksgiving has moved to a convenience more than an event. Okay? And I, and I saw that coming. I, I've seen that in I our agree. business. We used to we used to just sell turkeys and hams. And then we started selling these big family bundles where you could get a turkey and a gallon of this, whatever. And then last year, I came up with this smaller bundle that was really just designed around four to six people. And it was three pounds of meat, a half a gallon of mashed potatoes and gravy, and and two other sides that were just a half a gallon or a quart. Sorry. No, those were quarts. A quart of mac and cheese um, or whatever sides they want. So we always gave them mashed potatoes and gravy. Um, and we gave them a quart, six to eight people, and then two other sides with dinner rolls and butter. We sold the absolute shit out of that. I mean, out of that, because Thanksgivings are much smaller. Ever since COVID, we've seen that. They're much smaller. So we're not dealing with going to grandma's and having 50 people there. You know, we're dealing with smaller family units having individual Thanksgivings. Or whether it's friends or families or whatever. Well, well, I think you're you're correct. And um, we did something different. Uh, Marla and I and her brother. She usually has her brother come up, and we went to Golden Corral in Springfield for Thanksgiving. Never done and that how was before. That? And uh, to say it was fabulous was to say to not give them enough credit. It was unbelievable. It, I mean, really, we had to wait in line about 20 minutes and we got there about 1030. So we're getting old. So we were there early. Uh, I, they said, somebody said you wanted to get there between 1030 and 11. So we got there about 1030. We waited in line about 20 minutes, got in there. They didn't have people crammed in there. They didn't put in extra tables or anything like that. So you weren't packed in there like livestock. The food was all fresh. It was all clean. The, they had people going around sweeping the floors. And I mean, they were constantly keeping stuff fresh. Never once did I go up to, to get some food and it was empty. It was always kept fresh. But one of the things oh, that so they it was, were- it was a hog trough. Constantly. It was a hog trough, Randy. It was an all-you-can-eat buffet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was an all-you-can-eat hog trough. It, instead of a Chinese hog trough, like those Chinese, it was an American <laughs> hog trough. It was an American hog trough. I, I admit it. But what I was getting at, there was about two people constantly hauling out these boxes of Thanksgiving meals that people had pre-ordered. And it's just like what you were saying. There was like two or three boxes, and they had them in these bags. And I think it's what you're saying. They had probably, they weren't the whole turkey because the boxes were kind of small, you know, 
like cat boxes, smaller boxes. So they couldn't have been a whole turkey, but it probably had the three pounds of turkey in there that you could probably had the turkey, the ham. If you probably went on their website, you could see where, what they, what the order was. But there was constantly yeah. people coming in, ordering, picking those up. And uh, so it's doing exactly what you were saying that you were doing. And, uh, you know, they, so you're, you're on the right track of those meals. Yeah, so so being open, I'm guessing their meals were going out hot. Yes, yes. I'm guessing there, which yeah, I'm not exactly. even. I couldn't even. I couldn't even imagine because everything that we did. That's another thing we changed this year with our holiday meat ordering. We've always allowed people to pick up their holiday orders, hot or cold. Okay, and half the time people would get there, and they ordered it hot. And they said, um, how do I cool this down for tomorrow? So I went to the trouble of cooking it, you know, and cooking it fresh. And so it would be hot for them. And then it wasn't. And then half the time they'd show up, it was cold. And they'd say, oh, I thought this was supposed to be hot. So we eliminated that entire thing out of our repertoire and said, you know what? Here are your holiday orders. They're all cold, one hundred percent, not even allowed. But what we did was we put in a, we put in a holiday catering. Said, hey, if you want a hot meal, it's sixteen ninety nine a person. It includes ham and turkey, mashed potatoes and gravy, either green beans and corn, and then a choice of one of our side dish with dinner rolls and butter. Right, and if you want it, if you want it hot, we'll do that hot. That's a normal catering for us. But anything that had to do with holiday meats, but. I'm telling you, Randy, that 600 pounds of meat plus all the turkeys, hams, I mean, that was just individual meat. You know, we had 75 pounds of brisket going out and 44 pounds. But, you know, the other thing was just the amount of side dishes. I mean, we had over 600 gallons. We had 900 pounds of meat and 600 gallons of side dishes go out. 600 gallons. What what was the most, what was the most, uh, the most popular side dishes? Well, if you look, I got it right here. Of course, mashed potatoes was number one. Mashed potatoes and gravy, okay. followed by mac and cheese, uh, potato casserole was Comfort right, food. green bean casserole. We did a ton of green bean casserole, um, country-style green beans, did a little bit of coleslaw, a little bit of corn, a lot of barbecue beans, which really surprised me, um, some pasta salad, a little bit of potato salad, dressing, a lot of dressing. You know, we had. You really, know, probably twenty-five gallons of dressing um, going out, sage dressing that went out. But yeah, just crazy. I mean, and, and bread. I'm sitting here, 175 dozen dinner rolls went out. Hundred and so twenty-five. Hundred and seventy-five. Hundred seventy-five dozen. Hundred and seventy-five dozen dinner rolls. Wow. Well, okay. Yeah. Let me ask you this. You, you, that's a lot of stuff going out and that's, and that's fine. But how do you keep it straight in the back of the house? I mean, how do you, <laughs> you, you gotta, you got, there's gotta be a way. And, and that's, I know how we do try to do it on our small scale and we still have hiccups and stuff not as many as we 
this year ran really, really good compared to some years. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we've been in business 13, 14 years. So you think you, you ought to have it down, boom, to a science. But there's still something happens every time something happens. But what's, what's your, what's the secret to keeping this all in line? Or is there a secret to it? <laughs> well, well, it's funny because there, there is no secret. So let, let me tell you about our process. And I'm assuming our processes are very much the same a little bit, maybe a little different systems, but you know, I, I just imagine. So, but the problem is it's a lot of technology. But it's still not the right technology. So our process, so we've created, if you want an order, an online, if you want a holiday order, you can do it one of two ways. You can go online and we have a third-party interface called Zuppler on our website, which is a behind-the-scenes, allows us right. to do online ordering packages and stuff. And we, we keep that up year-round. People can order catering online. Um, I'll be the first to tell you I think it sucks. Okay, it's just not very good. The okay. graphics aren't very good. It's just not where it needs to be in today's what I call Amazon world. Okay, but but it's a necessary evil. So it allows a customer to go on, pick a selection date. I want to pick it up at this time. Here's what I want, and then they can go to a checkout. They can they can actually um, pay for the order online through you know they've got their own payment service, and then I get I have a we have a screen. We'll get an email for every order that comes in, but we've also got a dashboard that we can double check and we can accept every order that goes right. through. And then where the problem is we run total party planner as our catering software. And we may have talked about this before, okay. but total party planner has been around. We've been using it for a long time. We use it. You use it. A lot of my friends use it um, in the restaurant business and it does a great job on the back of the house but they refuse to build the front end. So what happens is I end up using a third party like Zuppler um, to create a front end interface. And then somebody manually has to take that Zuppler order, that print out of that email, and manually put it in to Total Party Planner. Okay, so, so it's there you get done. a chance now, the for other a mistake. Well, a chance for many mistakes. Well, then the other way you can do it is you can call us up on the phone or send us an email saying, I'd like to place a holiday order. And so we manually enter that into Total Party Planner. And then we have now what's in you have it to the TPP pay, which we can then send the customer a copy of their invoice along with a payment link. And then they can click that payment link. And so then you just got to manage to make sure everybody gets everything paid. We only sent one order out the door that didn't get paid for, which is amazing. Um, implementing a new system right. like TPP pay only three weeks ago, you know, so that was, that right. was the, the solid, easy part of it. Now, of course, accounting's having a fit, you know, Sherry and her sister are having a fit in accounting because all these reconciliations, as you can imagine, coming in from, you know, you got Zeppler as a third-party payment, you got total-party planner as a third-party payment. It's just coming at them from everywhere, and you get a bank account and try and reconcile all that stuff. I mean, it's three full-time people's jobs trying to get that done. But um, Sure. But There's anyway, so we, we get in. all the orders into total-party planner. And so we shut off on Sunday night. Now, it, I shut off on Sunday night because I think most people plan their Thanksgiving meal the weekend before. 
You know, they start looking at the next week and going, oh, it's Thanksgiving. What are we going to have? Right? And I so I don't want to miss that opportunity from a customer standpoint. But let me tell you the time crunch. So, and a lot of people plan ahead in those orders, but we probably get 60 or 70 orders on that last day on Sunday. So when on those Sunday. orders come in, yeah. of course, we've got, you know, there's, there's, we had our catering department actually come in Sunday, try and knock out most of them. And then Monday morning, they finish. So now we get all the orders in the system. Okay. So I had, um, just over just this weekend alone, just on Wednesday alone, we had 360 orders. On Tuesday, we had 50. Today, we had 12. Um, you know, we had over 400 orders in a three or four day period here that went out the door. Sure. So now we have to sit down now that all the orders are in the system and we spend a full day checking, right? So we're looking at a, what the customer did versus what got put in the system. So we'll find 10, 12 mistakes, and they have to be all corrected. So then at the end of the day, Monday, I'm trying to get to a master production report. Okay, but this thing is 90 pages long. So now I've got people that are going out and, and taking all these individual, you know, and if you can see this, you know. Here, here's 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 master production scheduling, right? So I, I mean, we sell stuff in half pints and pints and quarts and gallons, and one pound packages of meat and whatever. And so we try and, you know, somehow we have to get this in. In the meantime, we're ramping up production, right? Because that marinated veg isn't going to make itself. We're not dumping it out. Sure, you know the the you know the potato salad, the dressing, it's all made from scratch. Okay, so sure. so it's like the production starting up, and we're still trying to get a number. We're trying to trying to get a number, but we're just producing, and we're starting to smoke turkey breast and hams, and and that's the first thing we're trying to do. We're trying to focus on, hey, get me how many turkeys we need. I need, I need how many turkeys we need because we got to get through the right. process. That's going to be our hardest variable, and how many pounds of turkey roast and how many pounds of ham. Well, one of the so we try and get that. So hopefully we got that by Monday night or Tuesday. Now remember, these people are picking up Wednesday, right? So right, right. it's mayhem. I mean, we're there from you know on Tuesday. We're there five o'clock in the morning, and I'm left about seven thirty Tuesday night, and still didn't feel real comfortable about where we were. But we had the majority of it knocked out. And then we go into Wednesday, and so now we're transferring all this stuff back. We set up a whole banquet room. We've got these double-door Coke coolers that we leave in there year-round. We fire them up, and we put all this product, and we got a reefer sitting outside or a refrigerated container that we're putting stuff. And we still got to put stuff back in our normal kitchen that's running the restaurant. And so it's just mayhem. I mean, you mentioned earlier when we weren't on the camera that it's a big logistics thing. And it's a huge logistics thing because in the meantime, the restaurant's running peak, right? It, it, so well, that's, forget that's, about that's what even I was gonna the holiday meal. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to ask you. you know, Norm- At the same time, all of this is going on, the restaurant's still open, right? Well, not only is it open, so we're we're running, you know, normally on a Wednesday, we'll run 500 tickets, 
which is probably right. 800 people through the restaurant. That's just a normal Wednesday for us. We're blessed to be, we're uh-huh. just high volume, right? Most people try wish they did that in a week, right? right? When I right. left at 8 o'clock Wednesday night, after being there since 4 in the morning, it was, it, I tell you what, it's funny. It was it was probably the longest, nah, probably wasn't the longest day I ever worked, but it's in the, in the last couple of years, it's been uh, the longest I ever worked. Oh, Primi, one of my little Hispanic gals on the line, I'm walking out the door at 8 o'clock in hell, I couldn't walk. I was 19,000 steps in and, you know, I probably averaged 7,000 steps a day and I was, I was beat. My feet hurt. I hadn't had anything to eat since breakfast. And she goes, Miss Darren, you really work hard today. <laughs> <laughs> and, I said, <laughs> and I said, oh, preemie. And she's just running circles around me. But but on Wednesday, so normally sure. we do 500, 500 covers. When we left, we had done eight, 813 tickets. And these tickets weren't wow. just normal Wednesday tickets. These were huge family dinner. I, I'm going to guess we we served well over 2000 people in that restaurant cuz we don't break we only break it down by the ticket we don't break it down by the people so right. here we are we're double our restaurant production plus we're adding on 900 pounds of meat and 600 gallons of sides and i'm surprised people still work here i mean it is a machine and you still got all that all those people cuz all those people are coming into your restaurant to pick that stuff up right they're coming into the restaurant to pick it up, and a lot of them are stopping and getting a beer. Some are going, oh, I'll just grab my lunch. I mean, we have a lot of orders that, hey, here's my holiday order, but, oh, by the way, I want two pounds of brisket, two pounds of pork, and I want this hot because I'm sure, you know, sure. I'm going to take it home and have dinner tonight, or I'm getting five pounds of burn-in. We're having that on Friday, and I need some sauce. I need this, and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Crazy. So the traffic I mean, in your restaurant is just un- unbelievable. That You day. can't walk through my restaurant on Wednesday. You cannot no, walk no, through. You I mean, I, you cannot sure. walk through. But, but I tell you what happened. Let me. So mistakes were made. Okay, so we quickly found out on Wednesday as we're stocking stuff that we had on the spreadsheet like we needed a hundred and four three pound packages of dinner sliced turkey breast. Right. So when production got it. They read it as 104 pounds of turkey breast. Well, I needed 312 pounds. So we quickly found that in the morning. And so we're loading up turkey breast, getting them done, right? And then we're not even sure we have enough. So we make a a decision about 1.30 or 2 o'clock to throw on another almost 50 pounds of turkey. Right, turkey breast onto the smoker. Right. So at six o'clock on Wednesday night, I'm I'm getting turkeys off the smoker. Right. I'm pulling turkeys off. I'm letting right. them rest for ten or fifteen minutes. We are hot slicing turkey, putting it on, laying it individually out on sheet trays, putting it in a blastula for five minutes, over to the cryovac machine to cryovac it so that it's cold to go out the door. To order, to order, and that fifty pounds, <laughs> and that fifty pounds, I had one pound left. 
I had really? one pound left. But you got it done. Now, but you got it done. Not one customer ever knew what we were doing in the back in the kitchen. Not one customer exactly knew that Darren was going through hell along with his team in the kitchen. I mean, they were calling back saying, "Hey, we're exactly. out of mashed potatoes." I'm like, "How could you be out of mashed potatoes? I need six half gallons of mashed." Okay, six half gallon. Of course, for holidays we, you know, we buy a package mashed potatoes, so it wasn't that hard because we've got right. a lot of food production. But it was hard because, you know, we're sitting sure. there in the restaurants just getting piss pounded. Everybody that's been there since four o'clock in the morning, hell, they're off the clock. They're home. You know, right. so and so Darren's back there in the back with with one of our gals. And I said I was back and forth to the kitchen, back and forth to the kitchen, because it's about <coughs> clear across the restaurant. And then finally I said, I'm just gonna sit here in the thing and you just call me. Call me every time you need something. And the, the, hey, we need this. We need this. We need this. And so we had one runner back and forth. Poor Krista, just she probably put in fifty thousand steps. They would call me. I'd produce it back. I'd produce it, and that was just the mistakes. That was just the mistakes. Huh. And, and so well, I mean but, that went, and and th and then what? But that the, the sheer volume that you were doing, you know, I, I can't imagine anybody that was is doing the sheer volume that you're doing that you did that didn't make a mistake a few mistakes along the way it is not telling the truth it's just well yeah and the hard part about it is if i was just serving barbecue okay if i was just doing you know beans and whatever who cares but when you're making it from scratch Exactly. Right? When you're making it from scratch, if it was out of a container that had a 45 shelf life, you just have a truckload of it sitting out and use it what you want and you send the rest back or whatever. But when you're making it from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was. But luckily. Yeah, exactly. Luckily. I mean, the customer never saw. A, every single customer got everything they ordered. I believe every piece and of meat that thing, went out that door that I handled was great quality, okay? And it wasn't just good. It wasn't exactly. good enough to get by. It was great. So at the end of the day, when I look back saying, and that's wow, the how thing. do we improve? You know, but the customer, the customer didn't see it. But if you look at the video camera, there was there was only one little Darren meltdown um, that happened uh -huh. about, oh, it was about 6.30 at night when it was the old, what in the fuck? Who counted this shit? Right. You know, because, uh -huh. <laughs> and that's the other problem is, I mean, normally, normally, and Emma used to be part of this too. We'd have, you know, one person would go through, we'd have three people counting. So three people would count the same item and then come to a consensus. Uh -huh. And if they were all different, then they had to recount each item. So if you look at, okay, sure, barbecue sure. beans, how many half pints do we need? How many pints do we need? And if they came to a consensus, that was the number. We threw that on one right. person because that's the only resource we had, right? Sure. You do and what you so got. You work with what you have. We, we did what we got. And, and, and so the moral of the story is customers still were calling up Tuesday going, why can't I get a turkey, right? And we're oh, shutting yeah. it off on Sunday. And I'm thinking we should have shut it off a week before. And I think that's what's going to happen is we're just going to have to shut. And, and I hate saying no to customers, and I hate turning down stuff. 
but but I really right, think I we're going to have to shut it down before so that we can really run that data through the ringer and really come up with a good solid plan so that when we start production and it, we're we're starting production on most of this stuff and we're trying to you know we're not producing the potato salad and all that stuff a week ahead of time we're producing that monday right cuz it's you know we need to right. package it on monday afternoon on tuesday cuz the customers picking it up tuesday and wednesday so all that throws right. in there. Well, if you want to produce stuff on Monday, you got to have that product to produce it on Saturday. Well, on Saturday, you got to order it on Thursday. Get it all in. You know, so so there's exactly. so much stuff that's happened that we got to move that date out. And I, and I think me being more customer focused has said, let's wait until the last minute to do it. It's almost got unbearable. It's almost got yeah, unbearable. Yeah, I agree. Unless, I mean, unless I'm going to find somebody with analytical, a team of analytics that are going to come in Monday night at 5 o'clock, wants all the orders in and say, hey, by Tuesday morning, I need a production sheet. But I need that production sheet. We're going to have to move it. There's no doubt. But well, what's most? No, and because just ahead. as you. Because just as you said, like for that potato salad, say you're going to make, even if you make the potato salad on Tuesday, you've got to have all the ingredients. You've got to get with suppliers on Thursday to have the stuff coming in. So you have it all in by over the weekend. So you can make it on Tuesday. Well, and so, so, so interesting thing. You talk about that. So. You know, we try and swag it. We're constantly monitoring these reports, right? So we're monitoring the reports saying, I mean, like, let's say turkey breast. We're monitoring the reports turkey breast. And then we're trying to swag because turkey breast isn't going to go bad, even though we're not going to sell a lot of turkey this week, right? And actually, I, th right. I didn't think we were going to sell. I didn't think we were going to sell a lot of turkey in the restaurant on Wednesday. I'm like, nobody's going to eat turkey. I mean, we are slicing Turkey, I mean, because we're we're you know we're a slice and portion type company. Even Wednesday night, I'm undoing catering packages for today and portioning it, uh -huh. so that I can whatever. This morning, we were wait. We had zero turkey breast, and I still had twelve pounds of turkey really? breast that had to go out at eleven o'clock this morning. I had no turkey breast in my restaurant at all because. We had ordered in like 10 extra cases, and we thought, oh, well, we right. got three. We don't need 13 extra cases, so we sent them back on Saturday. Right. Oh, boy. We needed those turkeys. So we're doing, We're in the same. That's what I've been doing since 6 o'clock this morning. We're in the same predicament today. We're not in a predicament because we're getting her done, but we are still going to go right. through that same process that we were going through on on Wednesday night. Today, we're getting turkey breast off. We're getting it cooled down. We're slicing it. We're getting it crowd back and, and, and out for that because customers are going to use it over the weekend and they're picking it up today and it's got to be cold. So, a little bit of fire this morning, not near the fire it was. But the crazy right. thing is, you know, it's hard. It's hard to communicate with everybody in our system. Okay. When you've got 90 some people on staff now, or 80, 80 some people, I think, on staff. So we had put out a thing that on on Wednesday, we limit all customers because you got all these customers that 
got all these customers that forgot to order by Sunday. So like, well, right. if I can't get if I can't get my whole turkey, I'll just get three pounds of turkey breast. Well, so in the past, right, a couple of years ago, we started limiting. If you walk in that day, two pounds, two quarts, that's your limit. Right? Okay. So I get done. It's probably seven o'clock, and we close the restaurant at eight. seven o'clock. All the holiday orders are picked up. Okay, we're pretty much done, which was great. And I look over, and our back line is getting smashed. And so I'm like, they're like, we need more Mac. We need more of this. We need more of this, whatever. Well, people are walking in and ordering, ordering gallons. Nobody put up the sign. Now, even oh. though we communicated to carry out, people could still walk in, you know, Wednesday night at 7 p.m. and order a gallon of mac and cheese. So the next hour was spent trying to keep the line in, in business, right? Because people are ordering a huge amount them. of sides. And that wasn't even in that 600 gallons of sides. That wasn't even in that number. That wasn't in that number. So, I mean, we are just pounding it. I mean, we're, and it's great. We're blessed that we have that much business. And I'd like to figure out how now, to let me ask you this. Business. Let me ask you this. Okay, the 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 pull the sliced turkey three pound bag deal is you fit the jackpot on that. How yeah. much carryover do you think you will have into the Christmas uh business with that? So do you think do you think you'll double that at Christmas, or no. what? What's your no. gut feeling? You don't think no, so? Christmas, Chris, no, no, no. Christmas, Thanksgiving's always our huge, huge order. You know, I think if I were to guess right now, and we did over four hundred orders at Thanksgiving, I'll be surprised that if we do two hundred fifty to three hundred orders at Christmas. Really? Now, part of that is. Christmas isn't necessarily a ham and turkey holiday. Okay. okay. So there's a lot of prime ribs that get cooked at Christmas. There's a lot of beef tenderloin right. that get cooked at Christmas. There's a lot of Italian that get cooked at Christmas. Everybody eats turkey and ham on Thanksgiving. Right. A lot yeah, of people right. do a lot of different things. And, and we used to do the prime rib thing, and we used to do, and we just, we kind of, you know, cut that off a couple of years ago. It's just too way. I, I, Personally, I just had a hard time charging people three hundred dollars for a full prime rib. You know, when you could go buy the same prime rib for one hundred and seventy nine bucks. Now I've got to make some money on it, right? And if I right. fuck it up, that means I got to replace it. So I, I I've got to get at least fifty percent food cost out of the thing, right? And so we just so you're kind not going to do prime ribs we, for Christmas. No, nope, we don't do prime ribs. We used to do a, a apple cured pork loin. We don't do that. We're doing pretty much the same same thing for Christmas. We won't do near as many orders. Um, uh -huh. But the problem is, you know, Christmas, we close at 3 o'clock on Christmas Eve. So we're only going to do okay. 250 okay. orders, but they'll all pick up uh -huh. between 10 and 3. So it's even right. more mayhem. But this year, Christmas is on Monday. How many people are going to celebrate Christmas on Saturday? How many on Sunday? So instead of having this whole crew, you know, that we're just pumping it out in there, I'm probably going to have to have a crew because my guess, 
I'm going to have a hundred orders pick up on Friday and a hundred orders pick up on Saturday and some on Sunday. It's going to be spread throughout the entire weekend, which is going to make it probably a little more difficult for us. Maybe not quite as stressful on Christmas Eve, but I've still got to, you know, where we pump up the staff. I mean, our customer service at Thanksgiving is like crazy. I mean, we put an A-team player's back we take all our 18 players and we put them back in that thanksgiving meat banquet room so when you walk in we look up your name we pull up your invoice we throw a worksheet out we got a group of people that are pulling every single one of these orders we have a checker that sits there and checks every single order in front of you boom you got this you got this you got this sign off on this and then we got people that will haul it to your car for you you know so it just back and forth back and forth back and forth with the success, with the success that you've had with these three-pound packs of uh, turkey, is this something that you think? One, do you think it'll help your turkey business on your on your caterings and that? And two, is that something? Do you think you'll put us on as a regular item on your um, menu? No, no, no. We're going to make it special. We're going to leave that special. I'm not sure. Okay. People like our turkey. But no, I'm not going to go because we do a very thin sliced turkey in the restaurant, just like we do. You know, we're different. Our our, our brisket's thin sliced, kind of a Kansas City style right. thin sliced. It's not a big Texas style. Uh, it's just easier. It's just it's one of the things we've always done. Would I like to do a thick sliced brisket? Yes. Would I like to do a whatever? But just the amount of volume doing through, it's just not possible. Right. You you just can't do a lot of retherm business with an overcooked piece of meat. Right? right. So yeah, no, I'm not I'm not changing that. But it, it's special. You know, we do it for weddings and stuff like that. So sure, if you're doing sure. weddings and you want to do turkey breast, we're not just gonna give you a thin sliced turkey breast, whatever. We're gonna you know, we'll 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 thick slice it and we have ways to do that. But for the most sure, part, sure. we're gonna keep the normal business the way the normal business is and we'll make holiday special. Good. All right. All right. I was just wondering what yeah. you thought it so would do to your business. Overall, overall. But, but, but so, so now as I'm sitting down with the team this morning um, after this mayhem, and I said, okay, here, here's, here's where we got to get, you know, we did a great job. Everybody just knocked it out of the park. Everybody from the time I got there till the time I left, not one person that I saw in my entire operation was standing there. Everybody was running their ass off, right? I mean, including right. Sherry, including me, her sister, just everybody. It was all hands on deck, and everybody was right. going crazy. And that's probably the most thing that I'm most thankful for is I've really got a staff now that just knocks it out of the park, right? They just sure. they just knock sure. it out of the park. It doesn't matter. I mean, it, it, it's just amazing how they did you know good so now we look at how do we improve right and so so part of that's on me you know we got technology we got to figure out technology we got to figure out this system we got to figure out do i need to change suppliers which i haven't been able to find one that does the back end stuff like total party planner does right i've got a lot of programming friends out there that i should be just programming my own and then licensing it out to people like you and a lot of other people sure but i've i've developed software before when i was in the logistics business it's not an easy task 
Do you think when you get it done, you got the perfect thing in the world? And guess what? You're out of date on something. You know, so I'm still looking for that magic bullet. It does. It does. And then you got to, if you design it yourself, then you got to have a support system. You know, you got a problem, Randy, who you talked a lot about that. We talk a lot about frustrations about, you know, having that. So I'm not sure the answer I'm trying to find to make it because when you, when you boil this all down, when you boil this all down, let's say 10 people order, 10 people order a gallon of beans, right? All I need to know is first, how many gallons of beans do I need to order for the kitchen? How many do I need to make? Right. I need to make a hundred right. gallons or ten gallons, right? If ten people order a gallon, we're just gonna stay right. simple. Right. I need to produce ten gallons of beans. But on that, I need this many gallons of beans. I need it broke down that I need this much bean mix and this much onion and this much brisket and da 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 to make that ten gallon of bean. But then I've also got half pints and pints and quarts and, and all these different things that we need to think. So how do I get it, Break down, it down so even more. that there's no so there's no manual. So we can get it down to each category, but it's the same data. So it's like, that's what makes it so easy is like, would I be better just to put all this shit in a spreadsheet and sort the spreadsheet? Because the system, I can't get that sort like I need to. I can't get that granular level. I can't go in and say, how many half pints of beans do I have? I can see beans. Right. And I can tell, okay, here's a gallon, here's a quart, here's a half pint, here's a gallon, here's a quart, here's a half pint. And then I every I have to go count all the half pints, and then I have to count all the And then it's manual. I can't sort by half pints. <coughs> I can't sort. I need to sort to that granular level. And in the meantime, I'm putting stickers on everything. So if I've got a, if I'm exactly. sending out a half a gallon of mashed potatoes, I either got to handwrite it or I'm putting a sticker. Well, something's got to generate a sticker, and you also got to have some. Got to have something what? That's going to generate your cost, also. Oh, we don't even worry about cost, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Are you yeah. are you kidding me? I'm hoping we made a dollar because we sure worked our ass off. <laughs> yeah, so so it's one of those things that it's like but but it's the same data from the time the customer says I want a half a pint of beans till the time it flows through till the time whatever, it's just a half a pint of beans. But nobody yeah, exactly. in the catering software system could, and really it's just get something in the order and pay for it, right? And then all I need to know is how do I split this thing out 50 different ways? I need to look at beans from, Take a, it and break it down. from a high level view. How many gallons do I need to produce for this day? And But I also need to know, okay, now how many different containers do I need? You know, and if I'm serving it in four, maybe that's my problem. Maybe I should not serve it in half pints, pints, quarts, half half gallons, gallons, truckload, whatever the hell you want to order. But well, we've got I disagree literally with one, you, two, you three, have- four, five or six different containers that we need to put those beans in. 
And it's what your customers want. It's what the customers want, and it's what we're going to continue to do. Exactly. Um, and every exactly. order gets customized. We could just say, guess what? Here's your three choices. You can either order a turkey, a ham, or you get this bundle, this bundle, and this bundle. And I could say, uh-huh. that's the end of the story, right? But I'm not going to do yeah. that because, because I mean, for instance, you know, and did I even mention the hundred, you know, the 200 and how many, 250 individual meals that we were there making up on Wednesday morning? No. That, you know, yeah, yeah. So we had individual meals, reheatable containers where we had sliced, you know, like we have one that's a ham, mashed potatoes and gravy, dressing, um, and wow, corn. And then you can get one that's turkey, turkey with dressing, mashed potatoes and gravy, and country style green beans. So I don't I mean, see we how you kept all right. Well, we got we got her done. Yeah, we got her done. I mean, we haven't. I, I tell you, I got a, I got a sore back, and then we get to yesterday, and it's like, oh, it's Thanksgiving, right? Uh huh. It's a day of rest. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, so we. You know, I get to the restaurant yesterday because we created this, and, and those that follow me on Facebook know, we created this. Sherry's mom used to do holiday cookies. She's always done holiday cookies, right? Christmas cookies, okay. decorated. So we started this tradition. She'd done it for years. Well, she would spend over a week mixing individual batches of cookies, cutting them out, baking them, putting them in tins, putting them in the freezer. So they could take them back out and do it. And so she's just spent two weeks, I mean, just solid doing this. Uh And I'm looking at this. And, of course, I'm Mr. Process Improvement Guy. And I said, you know, Elaine, I could make one big batch of cookies in about 10 minutes. took me longer to crack the 42 eggs than it did anything. So I could do that in about 10 minutes. And, you know, if you guys come in, at a time we're closed in the restaurant, I got two double stack ovens. We cook them cookies off in about a half hour. It's going to take you longer to cut them out. Right. So, so stick my foot in my mouth. Guess what? The Thanksgiving tradition is at eight o'clock on Thanksgiving morning, the family shows up at the restaurant and, and you we start cookies. rolling out the dough and they start cutting them and we start putting them on sheet pans and in and out of the oven, in and out of the oven. So, you know, two hours we're in and out. We've, God knows how many, I don't know, shit, how many cookies. Nobody even counted. I know uh-huh. there was like 10 full-size pans stacked full of cookies that we got done in two hours. Holy shit. I'm like, okay, well, I'll make the frosting because, oh, shit, yeah. S- Sunday's the frosting day, right? We got to frost okay. them. Well, of course, I, bo- I boycott frosting day. I'm like, nope, that's my day of rest. You guys do whatever you want. I'm not doing it. So I go to make the frosting, and we didn't. I didn't forgot to tell the kitchen manager to order powdered sugar in. So we only had eight pounds Oops. of powdered sugar, and I needed fourteen. So now I got to go figure out how to make frosting with fourteen pounds of powdered sugar, and I'll get that done early tomorrow morning. But anyway, we get that all done. Well, then I run home, and I've got to do Thanksgiving meal for the family. So I get uh-huh. a turkey, or I get a turkey breast, and I get a half ham on the smoker, and get that going, and then you got to have fresh dinner rolls. So I get the dough mixing for the fresh dinner rolls, and I'm getting all this stuff together. Right. Well, I look up, and hell, it's two thirty. 
I got to get back to the restaurant. I got to load all the meat for tonight. So I went back uh-huh. to the restaurant, loaded 600 pounds of meat for today. Holy shit. Got back, finished it up, went back, spent an hour and a half trying to get all the final, the carrots and everything done. Um, and the gravy made and all this stuff for Thanksgiving meals so that everybody can, you know, chow down. And then we get home last night at eight o'clock and just like, okay, we look at each other and went, boy, this Thanksgiving sure is fun. <laughs> yeah. Where did, what happened to it? You know, what happened to it? Yeah. What happened to Thanksgiving? And people always wonder, you know, Thanksgiving, and Christmas, I'm always not, I'm not a big holiday guy. Well, we talked about logistics earlier. So when I was in logistics years ago, um, before I was in the restaurant business, the holidays was always the worst time. And it wasn't worse from being not, well, first you had this surge ahead of time because transportation always picked up because you had to get freight into the warehouse so that it okay. could be into the store for for days like Black Friday, right? You got to get okay. all that stuff. All that inventory has to do. But the hardest part was, you know, we were running thousands of trucks and we had them spread all around the country. So you made every single effort to get every driver home. And that was just right. a jigsaw puzzle. And some oh, drivers, you just couldn't get home. Some drivers spent Thanksgiving out in a truck stop because – right. You can't afford to tr- to bounce a truck all the way home without a load. So they would sit there waiting on a load because th- that was the only thing you could do. And it wasn't, it was always a, ne- it was always, you can't get me home for Thanksgiving. You can't get me home for Thanksgiving. So it was always this big negative. It was this always big pain in the ass that you were going to leave somebody sitting at home exactly. over Thanksgiving and Christmas or sitting not at home, sitting at, out in of the truck, a truck stop. stop. Without their family. Exactly. I got the same, yeah. you got the same problem today. You know, you got all this shit that's going on and you never, ever, ever get to enjoy a holiday. Yeah. And so that's why when people are like, why are you so bah humbug? I'm like, you see what we just went through? Right? <laughs> exactly. You see what we just went through? Exactly. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But it's okay. I agree. I mean, it, it's yeah. great. We're blessed to have that much business. It's Yeah, just, exactly. It's crazy, but just the the tabulation. So, if, you know, if we got any listeners out there that got the magic bullet from catering software, I'm sure looking. You know, I've I've yeah. found one that I think would do it, but you know, implementing a new system is huge. And having the support, I think that's the biggest thing you and I have talked about is uh, having something that one doesn't get sold off as soon as we get it going, and then two that has the support because that's some of the problems with some of the companies out there now they used to have good support now their support sucks and uh yeah yeah that you know having the support to go along with it so it's it's really not a problem we've had to develop our own support for that we just have to figure a lot of things out you know because these softwares it's not whether they work or not because they always work it's not the software that doesn't work it's just we don't know how to do something we want to do within it. Yeah. So I agree. now we've just I agree. become we we've just become, hey, we're gonna screw around and figure out what are you gonna do? Break it? You know, so yeah, yeah we, we have the same struggles and that's my hesitancy about thing. I, I almost feel like I wanna jump on a plane and go meet the owner of Total Party Planner saying, I don't I don't think you realize what your, your market is. 
I don't I don't yeah. think you realize that, you know, instead of high event caterings, I don't think you understand that if we could come up together with a solution for somebody that handles four or five caterings a week, that we could make their life easier all the way from A to Z about what needed produced and what did the I same agree. it's the same piece of software I need for me that does a hundred caterings a week, right? Yep. I need I the same software. Still the same data, you know, so that's kind of the frustrating. So Yeah. Anyway, Thanksgiving's done. It's done. Well, Boom. no, it's not done. I got I got a few more orders picking up today, a few more orders um thing, and then Randy's Randy's taken off, right? You yeah, you've had I'm enough. So for, you're 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 gonna you're be gone for a couple Rico. days, so Couple and, days. Uh, be back you just get a couple days roles. in Puerto Rico. Yeah, just a few. So you get a full week down there, or no? Yeah, yeah. You gonna go have some red beans and rice for me? First thing I'm gonna have on Sunday. All right. Go to Omar's and have some. So and some. Uh, you gonna, gonna have, you gonna have so. some of that? You gonna have some of that pizza on the food truck? Exactly. That'll be probably I hope about just, Thursday. Okay, I just hope you're just sending me food picks. That's all. Wow. Well, I will. I will. Maybe. A, I will. Maybe a few other picks, Randy. Just you know. No, no. Haven't no, seen no. the. Haven't seen the beach in a while. Okay. All right. I got you. I got you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna stay here. I'm working on this week. Okay. By God, I'm working on improving the system. We're gonna figure out. What went wrong on Thanksgiving? What and it's the same shit that went wrong every Thanksgiving, even when I used to do it all myself <laughs> manually. So there's no there's no one to blame, but we're just gonna figure out how do we make the improvement, how do we what do we need sure. to do to make it more efficient? Because it is a huge part, and I hope we were a huge part of everybody's Thanksgiving meal or a lot of people's Thanksgiving meal. And you know, sure. I, I talked to one lady, I was the I was the run runner guy for about an hour on Wednesday running stuff out. And this gal says, she goes, how do you guys do it? And I said, I don't know how we do it. But she goes, and she goes, look at this invoice. What? And she goes, I'm feeding my family for under 10 bucks a person. That's so much value. Why would I even attempt to go to the grocery store for a holiday? Exactly. Why would I do that? And I, and I think, you know, and there's good money in it for us. I mean, there's sure. great money in the catering side of the business. I mean, Sherry, I think she said we did over 65000 in catering in the last three days. That's yeah. not even a catering. That's just holiday orders. You know, so, yeah. you know, there's great money and there's great money to be made in value. And I think that's my new proposition as I go into the year end is, you know what? I think as long as I, I'm not, most people worried about their ticket costs going down and, you know, like our hot beef daily specials, eleven ninety nine. It's the best special in the world. You know, every daily special, eleven ninety nine. you get a plate that you can't even eat full of food and a drink for eleven ninety nine. Well, instead of saying, let's just promote that, I'm going, how do we make a half portion and put it in a bowl? And charge eight ninety nine, and I'm more profitable. Even though, you know, I'm more profitable. Even though my sales numbers goes down, right? So my total sales will go down, but my profitability goes up. But, but the fact of the matter is, it it doesn't matter. It's like selling a pork sandwich versus a rack of ribs. 
You want to sell exactly. a pork sandwich at 25% food cost or you want to sell a rack of ribs at 40% food cost? What do you want to sell? Most restaurant operators would say, I want to sell a pork sandwich. I'm like, are you shitting me? I just made $9 on that rack of ribs. I can't make that on a pork sandwich. Exactly. Exactly. And that's just thinking different. You got to think different. Now- all right, we about okay. done. I think we're about done. I'm glad you got better internet now, so we can. Uh, I am too. So know, we are like kind of all jaggy and stuff. So we're all jaggy and having to listen to whatever. So have a great trip uh, you to betcha. Puerto Rico. I I gotta wait when you get back on uh, when you get back next Saturday on Sunday. I'm going to Florida for a little. Rest and relax. No, I'm not. I'm going to go work on the system. But a little rest and relaxation in a week from Florida so I can survive. And in the meantime, go tell your friends. The Randy and Darren Show. Emma's in the background. You bet. Thanks for for tuning us in and making us sound good now that Randy turned on his mic this week. You bet. Thank you very much. You folks, again, if you like what you hear, pass it along. Pass it along. And you can... I would say you could find us on where podcasts are, but you know what? If you're listening to us, you already found us anyway. That's exactly right. Take care. Okay. We're out. Talk to you later. Boom. Boom. We're done.